Hello, everybody, and welcome to Shark's Pond, a South Park podcast. I am your host, Bill. You know, one of the big holidays here every year is Thanksgiving, and South Park is no stranger to doing Thanksgiving-themed episodes. They have already done two Thanksgiving episodes, Starvin' Marvin, which was all the way in Season 1, and then... Helen Keller, the musical, which was in season four with Gobbles the Turkey. So, after a very lengthy period, the guys decided to do another Thanksgiving-related episode. And this week, the episode that I'll be talking about is a History Channel Thanksgiving. Now, before I get into the episode, I I do want to talk about something that, to be honest, I was kind of thinking about um, leading up to this recording, because I've talked about on the show many times how there have been many Halloween-related episodes. For example, a couple weeks ago, or, you know, one of the previous episodes... Um, the Broadway episode, they had thought that maybe they could do a Halloween episode, but decided not to. Meanwhile, when you take a look at a show like The Simpsons, where they do a Halloween-themed episode every year, they don't really do too many Thanksgiving episodes. As a matter of fact, maybe their most famous Thanksgiving episode was the Season 2 episode of The Simpsons, where Bart runs away after being blamed for ruining Thanksgiving. But then, but then another thought came into my head. There really aren't that many Thanksgiving specials that air every year. Now, the most famous Thanksgiving special has to be a Charlie Brown Thanksgiving. That is easily the most famous Thanksgiving TV special of them all. I mean, who else wouldn't want to have popcorn and pretzels and toast and jelly beans for Thanksgiving dinner? But then, there's also, you know, other Thanksgiving-related specials. And the one that comes to my mind is one that I used to watch a lot as a kid, and that is Mouse on the Mayflower which was done by Rankin Bass in the late 1960s and is their telling of the story of the Pilgrims and basically to the first Thanksgiving. Now, unfortunately, it does not air on television, but you can find that special on YouTube. Now, of course, different TV shows throughout the years have done Thanksgiving-related episodes, But it kind of goes back to my original thought. There really aren't that many Thanksgiving specials. And I think part of that might be is because, well, it's right around Christmas time. And that's when a lot of the TV specials usually air. Plus, with Thanksgiving, besides, you know, the food and what the meaning of Thanksgiving is, you also have the parades and you also have football games. So maybe there is a distinction as to why we don't have too many Thanksgiving specials up on our television every year. That and 
there are probably some movie marathons as well. But what I'm getting at is they television, as far as I can remember, never really did or never aired many Thanksgiving specials. Actually, the other one that I'm thinking of is a Garfield Thanksgiving, which I have not seen in a long, long time. And Garfield specials, you know, they they actually tend to be pretty good, especially the holiday ones. But I think the Charlie Brown one is the most famous one. Um, but I think the best one might be Mouse on the Mayflower. But again, that's my opinion. That, that, that That's my thought because I've seen that special, like, so many times, I, I, I mean, I'm not afraid to admit how many times I've seen it, but it's just, I've seen it a lot. So, now that I've talked about Thanksgiving specials, let's get into this week's episode, A History Channel Thanksgiving. The episode originally aired on November 9th, 2011, and was written and directed by Trey Parker. So our episode begins at the school where Mr. Garrison introduces a Native American. His name, David Running Horse Sawitsky, who is 116th Cherokee, to which Cartman has this great reply, so do I have to pay 116th attention to you? So... Uh, Running Horse Sawitsky does his presentation of Thanksgiving and how the Pilgrims basically destroyed the Native Americans and took their land. So the students then do a Thanksgiving-related project on Thanksgiving. And the guys are doing the work. Except for Cartman, of course. Because, well, it's Cartman. So, instead of trying to do the research, he figures out a way that maybe could help them. By watching the History Channel. And this is where I want to talk about the History Channel, because this is a probably one of the more popular television channels going on today. Uh, the History Channel launched New Year's Day 1995. Honestly, I thought it had been around a little bit longer, but I was wrong. So the History Channel has been around for over 25 years, and, well, it pretty much says in the title what the channel is about, is history. However, over the last 10 plus years or so, they have really dived into uh, reality TV shows. Uh, some, you know, in, are excuse me, some shows include American Pickers, Pawn Stars, um, Mountain Men, uh, what the, I'm looking at the list, The Curse of Oak Island, Vikings, which is actually a scripted show. Um, they've done a lot of reality TV shows the last 10 plus years or so, but for a long time, it was a, you know, it, it was and still is, you know, about history. And a lot of it, they did, um, you know, like airings of specials. And I, I even remember at, at one point during Easter, they don't do it anymore, but they did for a while. 
air the TV mini-special Jesus of Nazareth from the 1970s. Now, there is a little bit of controversy with the History Channel. And the History Channel's controversy comes in 2017, so this is six years down the line. They air a documentary called Amelia Earhart, The Lost Evidence, proposed that a photograph in the National Archives of Jaluit Atoll in the Marshall Islands was actually a picture of a captured Amelia Earhart and Fred Noonan. The picture showed a Caucasian male on a dock, on a dock who appeared to look like Noonan and a woman sitting on the dock but facing away from the camera who was judged to have a physique and haircut resembling Earhart's. The documentary theorizes that the photo was taken after Earhart and Noonan crashed at Millie Atoll. The documentary also said that physical evidence recovered from Millie matches pieces that could have fallen off an Electra during a crash or subsequent overland move to a barge. The lost evidence proposed that a Japanese ship seen in the photograph was the Koshumaru, a Japanese military ship. The lost evidence was soon discredited after Japanese blogger Kota Yamano found the original source of the photograph in the archives in the National Diet Library digital collection. The original source of the photo was a travel guide published in October 1935, implying that the photograph was taken in 1935 or before, thus it would be unrelated to the disappearance in 1937. Additionally, the researcher who discovered the photo was identified, also identified the ship in the right of the photo as another ship called Koshu seized by Allied Japanese forces in World War I and not the Koshu Maru. Researcher Ben Radford performed a detailed analysis of the mistakes made by the History Channel in building their documentary on bad photographic evidence. In his Skeptical Inquirer article, A Funny Thing Happened on the Way to the Emmys, an Amelia Earhart special, non-mystery postmortem, critiquing the network's lack of professionalism, Radford said, quote, given, the, given that the photograph's provenance was established and thus the key premise of the show discredited in about half an hour of Google searching, it will be interesting to see what world-class expertise the History Channel will bring to their reinvestigation of Earhart's disappearance, unquote. On episode 82 of his Squaring the Strange podcast, released January 4th, 2019, Radford reminded listeners that in excess of 18 months had passed without an apology or explanation from the History Channel as to how their research went so horribly wrong. So, History Channel, not always perfect, but it's Still an entertaining channel to watch. So, the guys watch the History Channel, and they watch and they learn, or at least they think they learn, that aliens were at the first Thanksgiving. And they had the different, you know, these different scientists and experts, quote-unquote, they're explaining why, you know, aliens would have been at the first Thanksgiving. So, the guys take a poll if they should go with the research from the History Channel or from the books. Three to one in favor of the History Channel. The one who didn't vote for it, as you'd guess, Kyle. So during the night, one of these scientists get a call saying that there's been some research done. And he leaves his home and 
they end up meeting the kids at this private building and they talk about their research that they did and they ask them where'd you get this information and I believe it was Stan who said well we got it from the History Channel and the expert says well we are the History Channel so the History Channel is much more than a channel it's like a government organization type of group so they convince the guys to do speaking parts on a future episode of this special on the history of Thanksgiving. Which leads to kind of a weird cutoff scene because we see Butters watching MTV and he's watching the Jonas Brothers. Oh boy, might want to might want to tell Mickey Mouse, you know, they're on MTV. So Butters' dad changes the channel to the history to the history channel and we are told allegedly that not only were aliens at the first Thanksgiving, but they were the pilgrims and the Indians. And Kyle makes this derogatory comment against the idea that there were aliens at the first Thanksgiving and that one of the things that you know you could do is take your hand, you know, do the turkey modeling, trace your hand, and you could have, you know, you could say like, oh, they're connected, you know, making the turkey hand is connected to somewhere in outer space. So as this is going on, in space, we see this booming light and we see this pilgrim flying from his planet and he goes, lands on Earth and he gets up and then he gets knocked over by a car. The woman driving the car we'll talk about in a few minutes. So as this is going on, running horse Sawitsky comes and he has a gun threatening Stan, Kyle, and Kenny to basically take back everything they said about Thanksgiving and what they had said on the Thanksgiving special. Meanwhile, we have another problem. Cartman asks his mom if she had bought the food for Thanksgiving. And she said, well, no, we have a couple of weeks until Thanksgiving. And Cartman's main concern is the stuffing, which, according to the History Channel, was brought by aliens. So, they go to the grocery store. Carmen asks one of the employees what aisle has the stuffing. So they go to the aisle. Cartman looks. There's no stuffing. So the guy that was asked what aisle the stuffing is in goes to check and there's no stuffing. So an inventory guy comes and he says, well, I just put the stuffing in the shelves and well the stuffing is now gone so what is going on here well we find out that there is an alien planet of pilgrims and they are worried because one of their pilgrims who I'll mention in a moment is gone 
and believe that the Indian planet has taken, you know, or like they're going to take the stuffing mine. So the Indians have this meeting and they're like, we're going to fight the pilgrims. We're going to take the stuffing mine. So the pilgrim that fell to the earth and got hit by a car is Miles Standish, who was a part of the first Thanksgiving. And he's at, he is Captain Miles Standish. I should, I should mention that. Um, now, Miles Standish is a famous name for a number of reasons, one of which obviously is being on the Mayflower. But the other thing is, well, the love story, I guess, that goes with Miles Standish. Because, you see, there was a young lady on the Mayflower named Priscilla Mullins. And Priscilla Mullins was an attractive young lady and basically when they were on the boat allegedly on the boat anything that Miss Mullins needed you know the captain would get so he would send one of his men to basically you know take care of what Miss Mullins needed so what eventually happens is the young lady, Miss Mullins, and the gentleman that was helping him, but helping her, John Alden, end up getting married. And there's been this legend for a long time that Standish was upset with Alden because he married Mullins, which may or may not be true because one of Miles Standish's kids ended up marrying one of Alden's kids. So Alden and Mullen's kid ended up marrying one of Miles Standish's kids. So it, it's a crazy, you know, like, world that we lived in. Even in the, you know, in the 17th century where drama like that could happen. So this, um adaptation of Miles Standish is basically a superhero type figure. He's got the six-pack abs, has the muscles, has the beard. So, they... So he eventually goes to Kyle's house where he beats up running horse Sawitzki and basically takes him away and he's trying to get back to his home planet. Meanwhile, the pilgrims and the Indians are having a discussion. They're basically going to break the treaty of 300 years of peace and are about to have this fight for the stuffing mine. So Standish has to get home. He has to get home. Well, one of the people that, you know, might be of service is the driver that hit Captain Standish when he first got up. Her name is Natalie. The Natalie we're talking about is actress Natalie Portman, who, whew, good lord, what a beautiful looking young lady she is. Um, Natalie Portman has been an actress since she was 12 years old, uh, has two kids, and is an Academy Award winner for her role in Black Swan. She, was the, she won the Best Actress 
Award that year. And she was also in the Star Wars prequels. She was nominate, you know, or Naname or whatever. What, what, what was her name again? I don't... <laughs> um, she was basically Darth Vader's wife. How about that? <laughs> so anyway, um, Natalie Portman's actually been nominated for three Academy Awards, winning once for the Black Swan. Uh, the other two, 2005 Closer and 2016 Jackie, where she played uh, Jacqueline Kennedy. You know, Jackie Kennedy. Uh, you know, Onassis. Long, you know, her name ended up getting longer. How about we just go with that? Name got longer as she got older. So, um, Natalie Portman ends up being a part of this story because, well, she hit Miles Standish with the car. And the scientists believe that Natalie Portman is the wormhole to the planet to help Miles Standish. So as this is going on, Standish shows Kyle this map. And he takes the hand, traces the hand, it's the Thanksgiving turkey. And there are five planets that are connected to each other. There's Earth, there's Plymouth, that's where the pilgrims are, Indy, which is where the Native Americans are, Colthenheim, no idea what that is, and this fifth planet we're going to kind of ignore called Green Lantern World. I mean, we're still going to ignore it, but, you know. So, the fighting is going on. The Native Americans are taking complete control of the pilgrims, and they are about to lose the stuffing mine. So, now, back here on Earth, they try to convince Kyle to get Natalie Portman to open the wormhole. So Kyle, who, according to the History Channel, is a professor of Thanksgiving from DeVry Institute, well, there's one way that he tries to do it. Takes her out on a date. So, they have dinner, they talk, and they go to Plymouth Rock, and they go by the shore. So, he asks her if she would open her wormhole. And she's like, eh, no. And then he asks again, will you open your wormhole? Eh, no. And then, just out of the blue, she decides to change her mind. So they get her ready as Miles Standish thanks Kyle for what he has done. And Miles Standish flies back into the wormhole and saves the pilgrims. And basically, they are able to keep their stuffing mine from the Native Americans. And believe it or not, it is shown on the History Channel. And then, to wrap it up, they do a new series where they talk about how ghosts were at the first Thanksgiving, which gets Kyle upset. And that is the end of a History Channel Thanksgiving. Oh boy. All right. I needed a drink from that one. Drinking water, by the way, folks. So... What did I think of this episode? Um, as far as Thanksgiving-related episodes go, like I've talked about earlier, uh, 
not necessarily the best. Let's just go with that. It's not necessarily the, the not necessarily the best Thanksgiving related episode ever on television. Is this episode good? Yeah, it is. I mean, it's not great. Um, I would say before I give my score of the three Thanksgiving episodes that I have covered to this point, which we're covering. We're at 15 seasons now. This, to me, is by far the worst of the three. I would say the order goes Helen Keller the musical first, then Starvin' Marvin, then this episode. That would be my order. As far as Thanksgiving-themed South Park episodes, this would be at the bottom of the three that have been covered on the show. As far as the grade goes, it has, you know, a couple of good one-liners, has some jokes here and there, and they didn't really, I, I didn't think they made Natalie Portman look bad at all, because Lord knows Natalie Portman is an attractive lady, and, you know, how many men have wanted to go on dates with her? I know I'm probably one of those men that would say that. Um, I'm going to give this a 7. It's a low 7. It's a good episode, but the way this season has gone, it's kind of been like a mixed bag of you're hoping for something good, but it doesn't really happen. And this is one of those episodes here. So I think a 7 is a good grade, but it's a low 7. So in the commentary for the episode, Trey Parker and Matt Stone said that this was the first idea they came up with for the season and intended to save it for the end, for the last episode. However, as they struggled to come up with other ideas and planned to make the Thanksgiving special two parts before abandoning the idea. This episode received mixed to positive reviews. Ryan McGee of the AV Club gave this a B, stating... Tonight's South Park spent absolutely no time dwelling on the events of last week, favoring instead an attack on the History Channel, Apophenia, and Natalie Portman. When people think back on this season, this won't be an episode that will immediately spring to mind by any stretch. But as far as silly episodes written and drawn by people who have seen a lot of Thor recently, this wasn't bad. Ramsey Eisler of IGN gave the episode a 7.5 out of 10, stating, The story wasted no time getting into its parody of the so-called History Channel. The aim is placed squarely on ancient aliens specifically, and the direction is nicely done. The tone of the parody shifts as the episode turns into an odd sort of spoof homage of the Thor movie. We've got the Native Americans as the Ice Giants, and the Pilgrims as the Ass Guardians, and Natalie Portman tacked on for seemingly no real purpose. Overall, it's still an entertaining watch, but if it had more focus, it could have been something really special. Johnny Firecloud of Crave Online, now known as Mandatory, gave the episode a 5 out of 10, opinioning that it was not funny, likening the episode to an acid trip laced with way too much Streichnein. Streichnein? I, I, look, I know I'm going to mess up words, okay? Firecloud sympathized with those who feel that the series is an overloaded mess, 
and thought this episode a rational a rationale of possible series cancellation. Eric Kane of Forbes praised the episode's jabs at for-profit colleges DeVry and the University of Phoenix. Now, before I get to IMDb, I do want to talk about the movie Thor because it came out earlier this year in 2011. And this is with Chris Hemsworth, who does play the title character of Thor. This movie had a $150 million budget and brought in almost $450 million at the box office. So it did really, really well at the box office. And it did get some award nominations, but not really where you'd... I mean, as far as popular awards go, it wasn't, you know, an Academy Award-nominated movie or a Golden Globes-nominated movie. But it was nominated for an MTV Movie Awards, doggone it. It was nominated for Best Hero for Thor, which it did not win. Actually, the only three awards it won, two from the Empire Awards for Best Male Newcomer in Tom Hiddleston and Best Sci-Fi Fantasy Movie, and it also won the Saturn Awards for Best Costume that year. Since this movie in 2011, they have come out with two other sequels and a third one coming out July 8th, 2022. Now that we have covered Thor and this episode, let's take a look at what IMDb thought of this episode. Over 1,900 people have rated this episode or have given this episode a rating, with the average rating being a 7.2 out of 10. To break it into demographics, 503 people gave this episode a 7. That is the score I'm giving it this week. 250 people gave it a 10, and 48 people gave it a 1. To break it into demographics, the average rating for males is a 7.2, with its highest demographic being in the under-18 category, with an average rating of an 8. Meanwhile, for females, the average rating is a 7.3, with its highest demographic being 45 and over, with an average rating of an 8.1. So, now that we've gone through that, let's see what user reviews we have of this episode. And believe it or not, there is only one review of this episode. Only one. And this is from Atamed, who wrote, This is one of those inexplicable, inexplicable South episodes which viewers just have to roll with. South Park's style of storytelling and expert use of continual jokes makes that quite easy. The gist of the episode is that the boys have to do a report on Thanksgiving. Cartman convinces them to watch the History Channel for a special on Thanksgiving instead of reading about it. In the special, they learn about how aliens could have been present at the meal because there's really no evidence there weren't any aliens. The plot becomes much more convoluted as History Channel executives, Aliens, and Natalie Portman become involved. The episode heavily parodies the recent movie Thor. Again, the movie came out in May. This is November. Six months. Don't know if that's really recent. Anyway... I think it's at its best, though, when it's lampooning the History Channel. 
the channel has seen a shift in the last few years away from, well, history to reality shows like Pawn Stars and other irrelevant programming such as Ancient Aliens. I did like the episode, probably more than most people will. There are enough jokes here and you can't help but enjoy seeing the boys get mixed up in another intergalactic war. Well, I mean, you know, like I said, as far as this episode goes, if, if you're basically putting it as a, you know, just as an episode, it's a good episode, but as far as Thanksgiving, mm, not necessarily the best. That's going to do it for this episode. You guys can follow the show on Twitter at, Sal, or at SharksPond97, and you can join the Facebook group, Sharks Pond, a South Park podcast where you can join other members and you can discuss past, present, and, yes, future episodes. Next time around, it is the end of Season 15. Holy cow, we've made it to the end of Season 15. But before we say goodbye to the 15th season, there's one more episode left. Join me next time as I watch the season finale of this season of South Park, The Poor Kid. And I will give my thoughts on season 15 as a whole. Thank you all for tuning in to this episode of Shark's Pond, a South Park podcast. I'm Bill, and I'll talk to you all next time.